0: I
1: don't believe it. I swear I do not believe it. And they are back on
2: terms. Uh, welcome. It's the Rother United. No, not with the New York Talk get that right shall we uh new york talk um we are back with a interim episode there's not much happening yet at the club um uh, bits and bobs but i thought we'd come in pre-season is just about starting so we'll talk about some rather united stuff we'll have a quick mention of euros which is getting interesting um and yeah spend some time talking about rather united for the first time in a while how's that sound mick Ben?
1: yeah sounds all right to me sounds all right to me i mean in- uh, I don't know whether you're aware that we won an award for the three most boring people in Rotherham. Uh, Are <laughs> we in three? Yeah. The two, I think no, we'll Josh go. on uh, on uh, on YouTube. Uh, he, he's convinced us there aren't three more boring people in Rotherham than us, so get in. Award number one at season. Come on. <laughs> Mixed up, up right
2: now. Up. up right now. Letting things up. go, as you, as you may or may not know <laughs> Gavin Ward. <laughs> um, so we are back as we say um, I do want to start by saying I hope Ben gets better soon he has recently broken his wrist so if anybody's watching on YouTube will see a big pink thing flying around it's his, yeah, that's his past my,
0: my
1: um,
2: as regular listeners will know from the past 12 months listening listen to the show and watching the show I think we all if you all want together say Ben you should have trained it better is what <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> you know.
0: impossible Whatever. I had a
1: text <laughs> from Kieran Sadler actually. Um gave me some advice on, on how to train uh, train potentially broken bones.
0: Can I just so, say that before, before we move on? Before I move on, um ankles you can train to be in positions that break, wrists you can't physically bend that way because if it bends that way, it breaks.
1: How do you think <laughs> from that
0: position? You can this Some is, people can, though, can Some people can wrist. miss the this entire is. way back all to gonna uh, it, Yeah, all I'm going to say is I play more physical sport than Kieran, sadly, I did, but whatever.
2: I mean, he wears, he wears much less protection than you do.
0: Yeah, but he didn't get hit at, what was it, I don't even know how hard it was, but whatever. Is, it, 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 it doesn't matter. That's not the point. It's not the point.
1: Um, I think the important part to mention with this is that Ben's been training for two years now, and this was the first game for two years uh, and this injury was sustained at the kickoff return at the first of the first play of the first game for two years.
0: Oh <laughs> Which, You know. What can you say? It's,
2: bit, it's, it's quite funny. You'll be fine.
0: It's funny cuz I still played, that's what's funny, but Yeah, you carried on playing, then, didn't you mate? Yeah.
2: <laughs> 6 weeks you'll be back to normal mate. Anyway.
0: Uh five. Because you,
2: you were training it better. Anyway.
0: I, I mean, I will, but go on. <laughs> <laughs> That's one thing I forgot to mention about the Stanley thing as well. I'm going to recover faster than him. I know it's an ankle and whatever, but in proportion, I'd recover faster. But go on.
2: What, because you have a team full of professionals helping you recover?
0: No. I just know what I'm doing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so you're telling me that you know better than professional physiotherapists at the club? Some of them, yeah. Okay. I'm not
0: trying to be cocky. All right, we'll see. We'll Just see how know you're really cocky.
2: Normal. We'll see when this is back to normal. <laughs> well, wrists recover better than ankles, don't they?
0: I don't care. go and bend my ankle and recover quicker than him then. I don't, I, I wouldn't do that for No, I wouldn't do that, but yeah, it's not going to take me five months or whatever. I know this is different, being in proportion, whatever.
2: It seems like we starting and Ben's back on form. So. Yeah, come oh. like on. Um, do you want to start with Euros
1: or do you want to start with the Rotherham United stuff? Let's start with the Rotherham United stuff. I think there's one or two bits and pieces going off, in there? Um, yeah. You know, um, I mean, I, I personally, um, I'd like to start with Ipswich, if you don't mind. I'm trying not to be too, you know. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm struggling a little bit with it, you know, because they're, they're a club, obviously, that uh, have been at a higher level in the past. Uh, they've got a captive audience in that you know they've, they've got no other clubs around them so they're gonna have a decent um, get decent crowds and now they've got a, an owner with some money uh, but they've been in trouble financially they've been in trouble uh I think I read earlier on this week uh, even even to the, to now they, they, they're shipping something like 64 grand a week in losses a week in losses um but you would you would think, with a new owner coming in, with some new money coming in, the, the lessons would be learned and the first thing they wouldn't be doing is going out and splashing cash everywhere. But clearly not, you know. Uh, you'd think they might be clearing some debt and and getting themselves onto a a, a a firmer footing, but they're obviously after splashing some cash, which is which is which is great for the rest of us, because it'll just put them back in the same place that they were in before, won't it ultimately, you would imagine, unless you know their gamble to get promoted pays off, but having said all that, but then fun Paul Warner up and offer him three bob and two blackies eggs for a, for a striker that's worth a million and a half, two million quid, or a, a midfielder. Sorry, just bizarre. It's bizarre, and then come back with another derisory offer. I mean, it's not even. I, I do hope that whoever answered the phone call just just laughed at him and put it back <laughs> down again because. It's just embarrassing. It is embarrassing yeah. from their point it's of not, view.
2: It's all done by fax now, though. You would you, you wouldn't, they wouldn't <laughs> ring them. But they'd fax oh, it. Oh, sure, yeah, they'd fax it through, wouldn't they? Um, I just, I, what I think they got, they got a special fax to flip switch, and when the fax comes through, it just feeds straight into its shredder. Yeah, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, I mean, yeah. But on the on the on the flip side of that, it's nice to see United not going. Oh yeah, three bob and a lucky egg. We'll have that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So um, so that's that's a positive that's coming out of it. Start, we're standing on now. Yes. Um, yeah, which have
2: looked well set in terms of their <clears> recruitment. <throat> if they're trying to sign Matt Crooks, that says to me that they've got their head screwed on. Uh, let's, let's forget about the cash that they're trying to spend. Let's forget about that for a second. If you're in League One and you're trying to get out of League One, Matt Crooks is the type of player that you should be going for, if you've got the, the money to back up with. That's a concern for me in the season because if that's the, if that's the type of recruitment they're going to go after, they may find themselves in a decent position. You know, you look at Sunderland in the past who've just thrown money at the wall and hoping that something's stuck and what we're three years in and nothing's still stuck. Whereas this seems, and Ipswich the past two seasons are similar to that, and they? they've thrown money yeah. at stuff and it's not quite worked. It's a concern to me that their recruitment seems to be a bit more joined up from a Royal United point of view,
0: yeah.
2: um, but we'll wait and see. You know, it's not enough money. And what's surprising is, from the outside, I always thought that everybody in football basically talked to each other. Mm. So Ipswich, for me, executives, chairmen's, blah blah blah, would know the money we've, we probably turned down. You know, we want three million pounds in January, reportedly, for Matt Crooks. How
1: much?
2: Around three million. Was the reported fee what we were asking for in January? Well, what makes him think now that it is suddenly in six months' time gone down to being worth four hundred grand? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? In what circ- unless unless he broke his leg, in no other circumstance could his value have dropped by that much. It, it would be impossible for us to de- devalue him so much so quickly. Hmm. And I don't have a problem. I think we are in agreement. Most Rodham fans are in it, not in agreement, but but accepting that Crooks will probably go this summer window, ideally to a championship club. He had a very, very good season. He's probably earned his chance at the championship again. If he wants to better himself, if he wants to earn a few more quid for him and his family, fantastic, off you go. <coughs> Paul Warren and Tönishow and everybody else at the club has always said, if, if right off comes in, anybody can leave. But that price, Ben, <laughs> the 600 grand for Matt Crooks is what is reported up to six hundred might, might be less than that. Up to six hundred grand is a bit of a joke
0: offer. Uh it might that's probably what it is. Like I, I, I can't even I'm speechless. 400 grand and then what the second one six hundred grand.
2: A maximum of six hundred like, it, it might be five hundred.
0: You say they're recruiting well, are they?
2: Well well yeah I suppose it's you good know good, what it's good come
0: back, yeah. grand, like That's not recruiting well. I don't get it. He's worth two million minimum. And second of all, why would would we sell him to a League One club? To a rival? I mean, if you're a League One rival, sure you're going to pay more. Yeah. To me, yeah. yeah. It just doesn't make sense. And to say about your point about the recruiting looking good and they could be up there. Yeah, the recruiting might be good. But as long as they've got uh, losses coming through that's irrelevant you can have a stronger head and as good a head as you want but if you're next block, then you're not going to function properly are you? like the recruiting's well but the club is from what I see obviously I'm not involved in the club from what I see like you said what is it 64 grand loss a week yeah
1: uh, reportedly whether that's
0: reportedly like who's gonna who's gonna want to go there first of all and second of all, you can't recruit well when you you're losing 64 grand. Dirt. Unless you Shape Man saw as your chairman, you can't recruit well.
2: But, the, but these figures are are basically irrelevant. Clubs don't really look at the losses. They, 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 a, a club like Rotherham and teams who try and run a ship, Wickham are another good example, try to understand losses do matter. But for teams like Sheffield Wednesday, Derby, Ipswich, Sunderland, Wigan now, again, it doesn't really matter what their losses are. They could be losing 100 grand a week because they've got an American billionaire who doesn't really care about like that. He wants to get him promoted because the idea is, that obviously, if, you, if they get promoted in the that season, that'll cover losses on most of them. Anyway, I don't think it matters. So they're talking that Crooks, is, if he goes to Ipswich, the rumour is he's going to double his wages.
0: Well, this is the problem, and this is what Americans are like because obviously I watch NFL. This is what they do they they bank everything on this one season to go Mm. and win the championship. And then when it doesn't happen, they go into a rebuilding stage for what, 15 years? Do you know what I mean? And they're trying to bring that into, well, not trying to, but they are bringing it into some English clubs, but it's not going to work. Hopefully. But you see what (laughs) EFL is like. Yeah, yeah. Well, you've got
2: Wigan today, um, who have reported assigned Charlie White because Sunderland can't afford him, or <laughs> Wigan, w- Wigan can offer more money than Sunderland can, um, which is strange. It's not strange because they've got a Bahrainian again billionaire owning them. Owner. But this is this is the company we're keeping, and it's. it's, it's I went on the Ipswich youtube show last week and i'm talking to them about their recruitment process and things like that. we've been in this division with wolves and wolves at the time i don't think they had their chinese owners yet i don't think they they were in the situation but they were well off compared to us weren't they Mm. their recruitment was absolutely bang on and they didn't really spend that much i know wages would have been more but they never went out and spent 1.5 million 2 million pounds in league one I'm about to give kind Kenny of Jacket some credit, which I don't really like doing, but it brought in some really good players. You look at Dicko The money we were going to pay for Dicko were a few hundred grand, weren't it? It weren't actually much money we were going to pay for it. That's the model that all these clubs should be looking at. Like, what did Wolves do when they did it? What did Sheffield United do when they when they got up? I don't recall Sheffield United spending much money when they got out from League One. Does, I don't know. I don't Final if football's changed since then. Mate, but I don't know. Uh, Paul is uh, a great manager at League One. I think he's good, but it just feels a bit panicky.
1: It's just the problem with football is and football ownership it's it's sort of I don't know, eighty percent of the clubs are just about egos, aren't they? Mm. You know, they're just about just about millionaires playgrounds, I guess if that's the right word, playthings. Um so we'll have to see. You know, you could spend you could spend ten million quid on a on a squad for League One and still have, you know, 25 in your squad of 25 individuals and not a squad, not a team, mm. not not have that ability to play together. Um, and you can, you can, you know, you can. it's been proved year after year, season after season, that don't matter how valuable your squad is, if they ain't playing together, if they're not playing as a team and they're not managed well, uh, you can forget it.
2: Mm.
1: So we'll have to wait and see, won't we? We can make it interesting, won't we? We can make it interesting.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, a few few people spending money this season. League One, it's gonna be a good league. I'm looking forward to
1: it. Interesting. Uh, no in no
2: transfer incomings at the moment. Um, I don't. I assume there will be some people training with the with the team. Um, Everybody's contracts run out first of July, so people are now free to train with everybody else. So I would assume that's going to be the case. I haven't seen any names linked. Strange strange transfer window. Ben, it's been slow as we all know. I haven't seen anybody other than the guy from st johnston i've not seen a single guy in league wheels which is very strange
0: i think robertson uh we already talked about that have not we we saw the sunday's left um coming in yeah that scottish defender rooney is it called is he called rooney
2: sean rooney i think it is somewhat, yeah. somewhat rooney anyway
0: I, miss, I mean the squad last year was a good squad i think obviously i know it you can say that for everybody, but COVID, COVID didn't happen. I think if COVID doesn't happen, and that's including everybody else with fans and stuff like that, we still probably. I'm confident we still, because Derby wouldn't have filled the stands. Wednesday would have had three people going because you know what Wednesday fans are like, or some Wednesday fans are like. So I think when we'd have kept pushing ten thousand, eleven thousand, which is not loads, but it's. You know what I mean. I'd rather like have a full stadium, than, You know what I mean—ten thousand and hundred thousand and seats mm. stadium. So, I mean, why, why, why do you need to be in London? We had a good squad. I mean, yeah. I think he's waiting for the big, big names to go. Crooks and uh, Smith. I think Crooks and Smith. I, I'm, I'm not too, I'm not too sure about Smith going. I think he might stay, to be honest with you. Uh, cause he's been really quiet. I know he had that middles the whatever. Well, they've signed somebody else, haven't they? But so yeah, it's else. Like
2: the less it's not like cash, we it's not
0: cash. Yeah. It's not cash
2: no, I can't remember his name now.
0: Anyway, anyway it with a U. Anyway, I think if Cook goes, we'll sign somebody, and I'm sure he's got a replacement already lined up. But if if at the moment, at the moment, why do we need to sign anybody? Yeah. Well, at the moment, we've got nineteen. We've got a squad of nineteen senior pros.
1: Um, added to that, five or six younger pros that are in mm. there. Um, some of them are going to go out on loan, aren't they? I you think would think. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every one of them's got a name that begins with J, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> I, that do not include Josh Girdy. In so, um, so yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, we'll have to wait and see. It, has, it is quiet. It is quiet. Um, I expect them to come in. I expect them to go, as you've said, and I, I, it will be good. I think for Smith and Crooks, both of them, it will be good for them and it will be good for the club if they moved on, because it will bring us generate us some income, and, it, and they should both really be playing in the championship. If, if I'm honest, um, but we'll have to wait and see, won't we? We'll have to wait and mm. see if they don't go. All, all, all the better for us. Um, the only, the only issues I'd like to be potentially with Crooks is, is he obviously had his head turned last season and it, it took him a while to start performing again and he's obviously will have had his head turned again this close season so we'll have to wait and see but um, it's going to be a tough, tough league I don't care really who you bring in who you sell it's, going to not, it's not going to be easy this not at all No,
2: there's areas we need to strengthen we need another right-back to back, us back up for Wes Harden we need another centre-back at least one centre-back we'll come on to injuries already in a minute we need another left back to cover for Mattock, because obviously we don't want Ben Wilds playing there anymore. We need probably a central midfielder because we've lost a wing and we've always lost Sean McDonald as well. So that's at least one body in the centre midfield. Do we need some wingers? That depends on the formation we're going to play. If we're going to play 3-5-2, we obviously don't need any wingers. But then if we don't want a winger, do we need to bring in another central midfielder to help with the bodies in there? Uh, if Smith doesn't go, we still probably need at least one striker. So if Smith goes. We'll then need two strikers because we need four, and we've only got three: Smith, Freddie, and Coyote. Yeah, I'm not missing anyone. Yeah, Um, I think he said he wants to be in the third keeper, which is fine. A, few, a couple hundred quid a week on yeah. uh, on a young keeper. Uh, he's not going to play. He might get be bench a few times. So, yeah, it's not far off a really good squad already. This most of this squad got promoted for God's sake, didn't it? Yeah. So, wait, that's, that's where we are. It's sort of helping us. COVID's helping us because we're not getting all our players cherry picked because people haven't got the money at the minute. Mm. Um, so, that's a little bit of a bonus, hopefully. Um, On to the squad depth already. Uh, we started with four central defenders. We've now got two fit ones. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Richard Wood's obviously still going because I don't think anything can stop that guy. Uh, Michael Hickey is still fit as things stand. Uh, Curtis Tilt, for me, Mick was coming back in. I was quite looking forward to Tilt this year. Yeah, he had a good year at Wigan, at Wigan last year, uh, helped them stay up. I'm looking forward to him coming back in. I think he'd fit both really well in the back three. Yeah, yeah. Um, and now he's torn his hamstring quite badly, and he won't be back till October.
1: Yeah, just his, it, his, rather, United like career seems destined not to start, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um So, yeah, I, I, I suspect he might, he might, to, uh, might be one that goes um but not while he's injured i suppose so uh, we'll have to wait and see on that but uh, yeah that's a it's a blow and it's a blow for for us with Angus McDonald as well who's also injured now. Yeah. because um, because he finished the season off really really well really well um and that uh, that partnership with Woody and Nicky uh for for him was uh, was was really 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 strong for me yeah. um so yeah it's um he's already got some issues to <laughs> to deal with I anyway. mm. We haven't even kicked a ball at Anger yet. So but anyway, that's pretty season for yeah. you already.
2: Yeah. Them them three if we start with the strongest three defenders, Ben, if we do three, five, twos, Woody, Icky, and McDonald, that's gonna be the best one of the one of the best three defenders in the entire division because they were pretty for the most part in championship, they were outstanding. defensive record were really good, weren't it? So that should stand us in good stead for the rest of the season, assuming McDonald gets back quickly what, or we replace him. Don't know. Yeah, I, I don't think they've announced it. If they, if they have announced it, I haven't seen it yet. All we know is going to be a start of the season.
0: Uh, I really struggle with muscle injuries um, because I don't get how I don't get it. I don't get how... Obviously, I'm sat here banged up but it, <laughs> it, 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 you know what I mean it, it, it's a bone injury I sometimes struggle with certain muscle injuries because there's lots of things you can do but that's another point
2: it is it's gone away with Jamaica hasn't he? It? so it's, it's not He's not yet had a closed season so I think he's probably overworked it
0: I've had that conversation exactly it might have been one of you two I can't remember um, but that's he can't yeah whatever uh, but um and the one thing I would end that point on is Richard Wood still So there's no excuse. And that's fine. Right. <laughs> that's fine. Right. That's fine. Right. Yeah, right. I know he's not playing for his country and whatever, but... So, oh,
2: some, no, some, no, so no. some bodies are, are more susceptible. I don't know why. Yeah. somebody's are more susceptible. So, Kurt still has been injured since he came, to be fair, and also... Yeah,
0: that's true. Right. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I'm really sure about that. But the, that is a very good back three. Problem is, there's no other placements. Um, I have to play ninety minutes, forty six times. <laughs> and, like, find someone because my Southern Cooper which is whatever his name is. He's gonna play.
1: Mm.
0: But yeah, that's a very good back three. That back three will get us promoted if it's safety.
2: Yeah. yeah. Although you know, bear in mind, we're not going to play on Saturday, Tuesday, all the time. So next season for us, it's going to feel like there's, we're not playing at all. Yeah. I imagine if you know what played, haven't gone Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday Tuesday, to play on Saturday, Saturday. Tuesday, once every so often, yeah. I, I, I can only imagine how different that's going to feel for the players. It must be, it must feel completely different. Hopefully, hopefully, make them feel a bit lighter and a bit more fitter mentally. If, if, yeah, if fingers possible.
1: crossed.
2: Yeah. Um, first pre season game on Saturday. Um, a thousand fans, thousand tickets sold for Parkgate for the annual Parkgate game, which is back for the first time since Covid. Um, you two are both being let down and not going, which is disappointing for us all. Sorry, Mick's putting his uh, oh, yeah, putting seeing his granddaughter first before watching Rugby <laughs> against Parkgate, which is, it's not I, far of
1: a disgrace. And let's be fair, she's only been born a week, she's already causing problems. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's 200 miles away, don't stopping stop you going to football? Yeah, uh well, yeah, uh, I do as I'm told, mate, yeah. I do as I'm told. Yeah, Um <laughs> I have got tickets to take my
2: daughter, but weather it doesn't look amazing. I don't think I want to stand around if it's raining. I'm not like a six-year-old standing around when it rains. Um, so hopefully the weather holds off.
0: Are you made of salt. You made sugar <laughs> I don't, I
2: don't,
0: I don't think feel like really Ben's at. ever
2: watched football in, in rain. You, didn't, you didn't <laughs> have to made, Ned. I've uh, played. A... I've,
0: no, I haven't. Ah, oh, yeah, I have. Uh, I tell you if I ball boy on Sunday. In thundering lightning, so that's with different. No, oh, with, a rest, with a broken wrist, With a broken wrist, technically <laughs> watched football, so with no jacket. So I, I think yeah. I know it. Oh, I'm joking. <laughs> I don't want to go in pouring rain. It's gonna be. Are you not going anyway?
2: Um, anyway. Um, no. <laughs> um, I'm hoping the weather holds off because I just want to be back watching Rotherham United in the crowd again. I'm really, really looking forward to it. So hopefully the weather holds off and they get the full thousand. In there. More importantly, and this is really important and it's really exciting, the restrictions will be lifted. Covid restrictions on the 19th of July will be will be re- removed as things stand. And what does that mean, Mick?
1: Full stadium against full South stadium. isles on the
2: 7th of August. Can't wait. Uh, a month today.
1: Can't. A month of today of the episode being released. Yeah, we're going to be back in. Which is massive. I mean, honestly, it's massive, and I'm surprised actually how how giddy and excited I am for a man of <laughs> my age. But um, you know, walking back down that like New York way or whatever it's called back to our stadium is going to be it's going to be a big thing. It's going to be mm. it's going to be quite emotional, actually. I think because it's it's been a big miss, a massive miss, you know. We've missed that that horrible season, that horrible championship season, where we could have impacted what was happening up to a point. We could have mm. contributed to it, I guess. Um, and we've been we've been locked out of our stadium, so you know, and rightly so. I do. I'm not. I ain't got a problem with it. I understand all the the politics behind it, but you know, getting back in there, it's just, yeah, yeah. I, I, I it's going to be an amazing day that.
2: Ben, Amazing! Where, your, where are your excitement levels? One hundred and um, five, five. Don't tell me you're going to miss that game.
0: <laughs> I'm not. I've got training uh, that day, uh, which hopefully I'll be able to do if this stupid thing's able to come off. But I'm still going to be there. Obviously, I'm not going to celebrate as much as I want. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm so looking forward to it. I mean, I, yeah, there's not. Yeah, I'm going to miss a few games at the start of this season but I'm so glad I'm there for
2: the first one. First one's back. I mean, it's going to be amazing, particularly the first one. Might have, obviously, the, the, all the, I think all the home friendlies will be pre- post restrictions as well, so there might be some decent crowds for them as well. It's um, the Newcastle game, isn't it? Which, um,
1: yeah. which is going to be, you would think, that'll be a full house as well. Probably, yeah. Uh, Friday yeah. night as well. New York under the lights. Yeah, absolutely. And Newcastle sell, sell whatever allocation they're giving. We know that. Uh, yeah. So it should be a hell of an atmosphere even for that, just for a pre-season friendly. So, yeah, well, I can't wait. I, I'm just, I'm so giddy. I'm so giddy. <laughs> I'm so giddy. <laughs> I cannot wait. I need it. We need it now. Yeah. I'm working yeah, on a bit and I'm wishing my life away. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. I was talking about this wife? wife of the day. Which would you prefer? You have two options. You could have gone last season, every other game with 2,000 capacity. Or would you prefer to wait until it's back to full capacity, so it's a proper game? Does that make oh, yeah. sense? Which one, which 100%. one would you prefer, Ben? Wait, hundred percent.
0: Wait, 100%.
1: No, they've probably gone last season because we could have had some sort of influence over the team and boosted them a little bit. Maybe, perhaps, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's yeah. It's no point now, really, not it? Because we right. had to wait.
2: It's just an interesting talking point, and as soon as this is what <laughs> this is, make it's a podcast.
1: Oh, so We yes. talk to each
2: other about different things and remember, opinions yeah. and whatnot.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry. I <laughs> know it's been a little while. I slipped into being <laughs> boring again. seamlessly. <laughs> yeah. and <laughs> with,
2: with with hindsight, I think I, I'm now preferring to wait. Yeah. But if you'd have said to me in January, do you want to go to this game with 2,000 fans, I'd snap your hand off.
1: Yeah, yeah absolutely.
2: So... Um, season tickets are bought for us. As all our season tickets of on the auto renewal, um, and I've seen a lot of people saying their, their tickets have already been bought. Um, really looking forward to it. Uh, I games have been confirmed for the for the Tuesday night. First, I think it's the Tuesday night after the Plymouth game, or is it the week after? We should check this,
1: yeah. I should check that.
2: Um, but uh, it's another game I really enjoy. Uh, Ben, I, I, you probably won't go to that because it's a midweek game, but the League Cup game it just marks the start of the season and the League Cup gets a lot of stick from a lot of people and I understand why some people don't like it. But it just marks the start of the season. It just marks a point where you go, football's back now because we've got a cup game as well as the league game. I
0: mean, that's oh, Here we go. What? Have the I I'd
2: come to the wrong person? <laughs> league
0: Cup's like the under twenty ones for Man City, isn't no, it? No, that's exactly. the,
2: the pizza trophy. That's the Box whatever time. it's called trophy. Is it, is it called League,
0: league is it called League Cup again? Uh, Carabao Cup. Oh, Carabao Cup. Oh, well, I mean, yeah. I didn't even know the start of the season. Wow, have I, ever, have I ever been to football games? <laughs> <laughs> is it, is it, is it, I, I didn't know the start of the season. Maybe that's just well, Maybe that's just me being an idiot. Yeah, yeah that's um, it might be.
2: Yeah.
0: But yeah, that's gonna be a bit atmosphere as well.
2: Uh, that's what that is on the tenth. So we have got Plymouth on the seventh. Uh, and then them on the Tuesday. Um so it's at home. Yeah. Yes, it, it won't be a
0: sellout, but it'll it'll still be a reasonable well, I crowd. think it will. I think it will. I think. Hundred percent. People want to go see the game. They can.
2: I Hope so. Yeah. I uh, I, there will be a lot of he- some people will have a hes- Some people right now are having a bit of hesitancy. So you see a lot of people on Twitter, not not necessarily Robin United fans, but football people in general have a hesitancies. Mm-hmm. About the restrictions, but from a footballing point of view, the closer it gets to the game and the more the excitement builds, the people that are in running in running are going will probably end up going because the excitement just builds up a little bit more. So I think we'll certainly see capacity crowds for us, and I imagine yeah, most of the clubs will get big crowds.
1: I can't see their the hesitancy in, in people going to, going to ground. The vast majority of people will be double jabbed by them, the vast True. majority. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. We'll see each to their own and all that. But it's yes. football. It's live. It's at New York Stadium. Uh, it, it, it could be. It could be. It could be some other highly contagious disease. I'll take my chances. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I've been After away for too long. <laughs> yeah, I've been away for too long.
2: Yeah, we were fortunate enough to be there for the last game before COVID struck, and I need a I need a new memory of a yeah, live football absolutely. game to wipe away that horrendous night day in Rochdale.
1: Yeah, definitely.
2: Um, anything else rather than United related you want to talk about? mentioned before I, I think I've covered most of what we were going to talk about. Is there anything else I've missed? Uh, do you want to talk about the new awake it? We talked about the home kit, the awake it, um, the grey slate slash colour. Um I think we're all unanimous that we're not big fans of it.
0: You would like Wellington's old keeper kit.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it might be one of them that where the picture doesn't do it justice it looks really dull and really plain and away kits aren't meant to be dull and plain they were meant to be but it's like you know, last season's white one with stripes we striped, right, were quite interested with a different kit obviously the black one was really nice um, not really a fan mate
1: no me neither I'm not a fan of either to be honest uh but yeah that again i find in myself like that at the beginning of every season i weren't a fan of this one because of these (laughs) um, these crisscrosses on it and i'm I'm now sat here wearing it so i'll be sat here wearing it at some stage i'm sure but um yeah and i'm not seeing flesh yet once i see in flesh i might i might think differently but i'm not i'm not a fan of gray anyway um i did not like the last grey kit where particularly
0: i think it's stupid to change Kits every year. It does doesn't make sense because it limits the design by it limits the design so much because it's yeah. generic, like like design the kit on FIFA or Football Manager. It's just some generic crap. Like, yeah, but
1: the, the finance part of that overrules over and overrides yeah. any any issues in terms of design because it means everybody's going to buy a new shirt. Every football club does it. It's just it, it, it's, it's, it's not. A, it's not
2: just every football club does it. It's a regulation.
1: Right.
2: If you remember back to two thousand and twelve, you know, we had the the kit with the council badge on.
1: Yeah,
2: we kept that for two seasons, and we had to the club had to apply to the EFL for permission to keep the same home shirt two years in a row. <laughs> obviously, obviously the EFL aren't going to say no, or the chances aren't. So it, it's it's basically a regulation that there has to be a change of kit every year, um, which is a shame. I agree, with Ben. I, it, I I'm not interested in the cost type thing because we all end up buying it, if we yeah. can afford it. But from a design point of view, it would be better if it was every two years. I used to really like, Ben, ben won't remember this, but it used to be every two years. Mm. Before that, but every two years, you got to change a shirt. And it used to be really cool, washing well, magic day, first day at season, to see who had a new shirt yeah. and who didn't have a new shirt. That was yeah. part of the fun of the first game of the season. <laughs> Whereas now, everybody's got a different kit, but it's all basically the same. Yeah. All the designs are very similar. Uh, it's taken the it fun away be- a little bit.
0: Extremely similar, it's just the yeah. same, like it's the same design from Puma four years ago from Wednesday kit or whatever it was. You know what I mean? They just totally weren't Puma, with that, were it?
2: I can't what it were.
0: Totally yeah, I mean, kit, though.
2: Made it red. So, yeah, well, the awake it's the same design, but without the pin without the stripes, yeah. I the, mean, the, you the, you the just, top shoulder bits are the same.
0: <laughs> you give me that template, I could have designed Norman awake it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: They tried to do so different, and I, I, see, I see what they tried to do. We were all successful that great kit last time, and a lot of people did like that great kit. Um, yeah, they did, yeah, yeah. I I wasn't a fan of the great kit. I think it's just a bit dull, a bit boring. What I would like to see with the third kit is to go out there a little bit. Yeah. If we're going to do this with this, well, let's go out there. Let's be you know, let's go back to yellow or something like that. Let's see some interesting yeah, for I the third the kit. The I'm sure we will.
0: Hmm? Blue and yellow, pink and yellow, blue green and blue.
2: Electric orange and a luminous yeah. pink.
0: No, I
1: don't.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, hopefully that comes through. Uh, so, yeah, I think that's all the rather Night chat. Both 10 minutes on the Euros um, because obviously football's coming home. Um, this episode's going out on the morning of England against Denmark. So, when you're all listening to this, you will know who 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 the what one of the finalists are. So, we're not going to talk about Spain Italy because... You'll have already watched it. Um, England, Ben. England, Ukraine. we we'll to talk about that one. The best England performance at a major tournament in my lifetime.
0: Was it or was it the worst performance by an opposing team? <laughs> God, here we go. Jesus Christ. Listen, it was a good performance. Uh, I think the only reason we played well because of Sancho. Uh, I understand why he hasn't played him because uh, of the transfer and all that, no one can tell me different because everyone knows exactly what's going to happen because he's one of the best players in the squad. He's uh, a good performance, man. Uh, Sterling played well, Kane played well, surprisingly. Sancho played well.
2: Surprisingly.
0: Oh, come on, big crap or tournament, let's be honest with you. Well, if he turns it on now... Yeah, I was going to say, if he turns it on now and wins a thingy. I could not care less, but yeah, we've got a good team, man. Uh, we've got a very good team, very good young team. I'm excited, man. I'm very excited for tomorrow. Today. Mm. Tomorrow. Same
2: yeah. thing. The day that football comes home, nearly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mick, you were coming on Northern Monkeys last week, and mm. we're a little bit Mr. Miseral. Yeah, well, um, no, I had to go somewhere, good. didn't
1: I? Yeah.
2: So, you know. um, after Saturday, you can't really be negative about England. Just. Oh. It, it In terms of how the game went,
1: it was perfect. Yeah, we just blown away, didn't we? We're blown away uh, certainly that second half, mm. uh, and remarkably, and what's what sort of really really surprised me more than anything else is that we did it without Jack Grealish, the world's yeah. wonder kid, and we did it it's with him. You know what I mean? I know you saying uh, he, he saved him. He didn't put him on because yeah. he wanted to save him. Well, you know, it'll it, 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 it be fine if we if we end up playing Italy in final. If we get if we get through uh, and play Italy in final, there'll only be what we're going to have is twenty two players on pitch. There'll only be probably twelve of them still on the feet. Exactly.
0: The it. If we play Italy and Grealish starts, we about five minutes open play.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, if, if, I know we're jumping massively ahead to the yeah, final, but sorry, yeah. if, if, if you if you if you play Italy in the final. You want somebody to battle those tactics. You can't. You can't fight no, no, no. those tactics. Battle, you is can't.
0: Too, battle is a too masculine word to put there. <laughs>
2: you've got to. You've got, to you, you've, you've got. All right. You've got to have somebody to match up to them tactics. Yeah. Because you can't beat those tactics. Those. Those. Those tactics of. I don't. Know, I don't know what the right word is of, of of being going down at every bit of contact. If you have got a referee that plays into that, we've we've been in the championship last year. If you get a referee that plays into those tactics, you cannot beat them at that. At, that at, at doing a different type of game. You've got to do something similar. And not only is Grealish a fantastic footballer, he is very, very clever at that side of the game. Whether you like it's it hard. or not. Whether you...
0: word. It's not clever. It's not hard. I could do it. It's not hard. If, if easy. it was easy, everybody else would do it. No, because Greenish is a good player. No one else does it because it's cheating.
1: Oh, man. It's bang on <laughs> right, Matt. It's bang on right. OK. And and you yeah, and I and I agree with what you're saying. You know, there's very few teams um, play the way Italy play it as well, in inverted commas, as Italy do it. And you couldn't think of the word. The word's cheating. It's cheating. The cheats. They are cheating. No, you, you, you laugh at me. You laugh at me. I watched that game the other night, and it's just embarrassing. Oh. Beyond words, it's embarrassing. That first goal of Italy's was just... The most ridiculous, sickening, pathetic behaviour I've ever witnessed on a football field. Oh, yeah, because it makes me feel sick. It's pathetic. No mate, honestly, injured. Why? For what reason? To con referee to cheat? It's cheating. It's cheating, and it just—it absolutely boils my blood. It really does. Can you tell?
0: this this is coming to a change of conversation this is a whole another argument about why football is pathetic but back to your point Uh, back to your point I don't even know I've quite I'd like to bring it back to what we were meant to talk about Grealish Grealish right right, Grealish the reason that we played so well when Grealish was on was because that was do you know what I mean Um, we needed that creativity and the reason Grealish had to play is because he couldn't play Sancho. So I think he's going to play Sancho instead of Grealish because Sancho did it better. That's why Sorry. Grealish played so well, because we needed that creativity mm. that Sancho has been giving you. But understandably, you can't play Sancho, which I, listen, I have no problem against, against that, excuse me. But I think Grealish is number two in that creativity role for me.
2: Grealish carries the ball as well as anybody on that team. And what he does... Is he draws in the players, and for England he hasn't really done this yet. What he does for Villa, he obviously draws players in and he draws the foul. For England, what he's done is drawn the players in, not won the foul and move the ball forward. Because because I don't know if he's, if he's surrounded by better players who are better at finding space or what it is, but he hasn't done that thing where he draws in the foul. He's drawing the man, but he hasn't drawn the foul. Is is then we then be able to build from that without it being without having to be a foul? Sancho does a similar sort of thing as well as uh, to Thank that, you. quicker.
0: And legal.
2: Um, and uh, not, uh, um, what I'm saying for English, Grealish hasn't reverted to the Villa-type Grealish. He hasn't done really because they're going near
1: him. It's because they're going near him,
2: because they know what it's, he's going to do. But they, but, they are, he, but he is still drawing him in. That's how he carries the ball forward, by drawing... Oh. He, he did it once against Scotland, where he, where he threw himself to the ground. But other, other than that, he's, he's done the good side of it really, really well, without throwing himself around in... As much as he has done for Villa, it, it, uh,
1: he's, done he's, right. done he's done it all he's right. He's done it all right. He hasn't done it any better than, than Saka, than Sancho, than Mount. He's not any better than any of them by any stretch of imagination. Saka, I think, is a better player. I genuinely do. He's a more exciting player. He's a more direct player.
0: I agree with you, Matt. About really, he's done it well, but I really, really struggle to watch it. And I really struggle so to not like him. It. Not because I don't like him, it's so I don't like his play style. I mean, it really offends me on how I approach and see sports because it's, it's just, it just—it just—it baffles me. I mean, I can't stand it. It—it's it, it, physically hard to watch, and that's why I want Sancho to play because he's, he shouldn't be on. You—you you, can't—you
2: can't tell me that Sancho's not going to throw himself around. He's, he's, he's a typical winger. Because he's he gonna
0: throw him did the, the again,
2: because he didn't in one game.
0: I ain't seen him play, but from that one game, he should start. I mean, I know he was, was. It was excellent, but I haven't seen him play. If that is his game, the same they all play, do it, anyway.
2: mate. they all do it.
0: That's well, a surprise, don't it? Real shame, been doing America, right? <laughs> when obviously, they call it soccer. Uh, they play right, and they go. They, they ask each other, "Do you flop in soccer?" That's what they call it. Do you flop in soccer? That is a this, known thing. How embarrassing is that for the sport? Do you flop? This would be more serious to take if I hadn't
2: just I hadn't seen one of the worst own goals I've ever seen in MLS over the weekend. Right. I can't take anything in American soccer. Seriously. <laughs> the, the ball's the ball came over the top, and the defenders the defenders got a striker. The striker's running through on goal, and the defenders turned his back. The ball has hit the defender on the back of the head, which has took it past the goalkeeper to go towards the line. And the goalkeeper and defender both ran together and they've both slid to try and get the ball away from that and took each other out. And it's just got in. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. So, funny crap
1: afraid. with the principal the game. Going back to England now, we obviously play Denmark in this semi final, and I think it's going to be a tougher game. As, as tough a game as we've had all tournament against Denmark. Uh, right at the beginning of this tournament, I thought there were dark horses to, to go a long way. And then obviously they lost the first two games. and I thought, oh, I been, mean, I've obviously done my usual sort of got that wrong again. Then uh, they are a quality, quality outfit, Denmark, make no mistake. Um, you know, they know, they know Ukraine or Croatia or Scotland or, or Czech Republic for that matter. Uh, they, are, they are a quality outfit. So, t- tomorrow night or tonight, as when this goes out, it's going to be a really, really tough game. And I, I don't, you know, don't, please don't get yourselves sort of set on a Saturday or Sunday, whenever it is, final mm. appearance for England, because that's definitely not a given. Definitely not.
2: No, I think Germany are a better team, man for man. But right. I think Denmark are a better team together they've got, uh, as 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 has been mentioned, this is not a revelation, they're riding an emotional wave from the first game of the tournament and they've ridden it very, very well. Very, very, very well. Um, and we saw against Belgium in the first half against Belgium, they, they blew Belgium. I know Belgium have been shown to maybe not be the team that everybody thought they were, but they still were very, very, very good. Mm. I worry for them, from a neutral point of view, I worry that they've had a too tough of a run and they don't have a big enough squad, like we do, to to (coughs) rotate. Their best players have had to play most of their games, and they're missing their best player.
0: The thing is, there's a saying, isn't there, that the man man with nothing to lose is a very dangerous man. They've got nothing to lose. They go out now and get beat. They are heroes in their country. They've got nothing to lose. England go and get beat. Lord, is there going to be some crisis? So they have nothing to lose. If it's we, not. You cannot tell me if we get beat that Southgate and everyone on that staff is going to get hammered for losing to Denmark. I can guarantee it, mm. right? I can it, guarantee it. 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 They're going to bring up the Southgate s- penalty. They're going to bring the Southgate penalty. Yeah, and they're going to hammer think it. Do that when he wins. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Listen, they have got nothing to lose. I'm quite worried.
2: Okay. Mm. I, I don't think they'll be pelters of England. England has done well to get this stage and played very, very well. If we lose narrowly to Denmark, I'll be gutted, absolutely gutted. But I'm proud of the way that the team have performed on the pitch, and I'm so proud of the way that Southgate has conducted himself and his, and his staff and his team off the pitch. And in my life, that's never, ever happened for England. I've never been proud of an England team for you know for more than 45 minutes. I think that's really important. We've 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 obviously privately men talked about Southgate being very similar to Paul Warren and the way he conducts himself, the way he what he wants people to behave, a way it's more about it's not just about football, it's about being a decent person as well. And the players have been great, the players have shone in that role that Southgate's asked them to play on and off the pitch. So from that point of view, I think they're safe. If, if we'd have gone out to gym in the last sixteen things might have been different. We in semi finals of a major tournament for the third time in a row. You know, from where we were in 2016, we talked about it with Carey England were a shambles in 2016, yeah. a complete shambles.
1: And then Big Sam
2: came in for one game, which were even bigger shambles.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, if, if uh, I don't, I don't have a lot of time for newspapers, as you're aware. But if they'd not set him up like they set him up, uh, where we would be now, we certainly wouldn't be where we are. So I suppose, on that basis, they did us a favour. But why the FA employed him in first place? Is- it's just yeah. some sort of weird alternate universe-type occurrence, in it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, no, but
2: it was, anyway. There's more pressure on England, but at the same time, we've got 65,000 fans. Well, 65,000 capacity, sixty thousand ish thousand out of the room I've heard Denmark fans. So most of the crowds in England heavy, which we saw at the Germany game atmosphere were amazing. We weren't even at the game. So hopefully that'll push England over the line. Fingers crossed. Hopefully it comes home. So, anything else you want to add? Nah. Superb. So thank you all for listening. If you're, watching, if you're listening to iTunes, please subscribe and give us a five-star rating, if you haven't already, and follow us on Spotify, if you're listening on there. If you're on YouTube, please subscribe and give us a thumbs up on the video. We would very much appreciate that. When the new season comes up, we've got a few different bits of bobs we're going to start doing during the week and, and things such as that. So keep an eye out for those. I think have got some good ideas, I think. What I hope are good ideas. We'll be back next week. Depending on how the Euros goes, depends on when we will be back next week. Obviously, if England win, I might need a week to recover. (laughs) (laughs) um, But we're going to come back next week. Danny Glaives, who's done a lot of work for our website, is going to come on next week's episode. Uh, So if anyone wants to hear from him, we're going to talk about the Parkgate game um, next week and and whatnot. So if you are interested in that, come back next week. Um, And yeah, Thank you, Ben. It's been lovely.
0: You're welcome.
2: I oh, hope your arm gets better. Wrist, sorry.
0: Wrist. Yeah.
2: Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Mick, uh, you're not, injured, so not injury, so not yet.
1: Not yet. Not yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm just gonna go watch the uh, Italy Spain game, so by the end of that, I'll have ripped the rest of my hair out and probably smashed a few pots as well, <laughs> screaming it. Italians rolling up for it. and not only that, biscuits will be playing for Spain as well, won't he? So it's just going to be a, a complete dive fest. Yeah. So Mick, after, to after, after tonight, Mick will need somebody else yeah, house to live it's at. It's going
0: to be the we'll slowest game. will be ticked out. The slowest game of football. I Should stop talking about the game so we can go watch it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not watching it. I'm not watching I, I it. I want to
2: watch it. I've
0: got some. I've got. I've got a wall that I want to stare at. Actually. Anyway.
2: Thank you, everybody. I hope you've enjoyed it. I hope you've not been too put off by these two miserable (laughs) gits. Cheers, guys.